y'all. It's your girl, Shakara Maybone. Jada Vassar. And Anthony Brinson. And this is All Shades of Chocolate, where we bring... The sweetest... The hottest... Black, black culture at MSU. We almost approaching our one-year anniversary, Woo! which is crazy to think about. Like, so crazy. Again, I've told them many times off camera, but I wouldn't be in this position without you two. So I want to say thank you both as Shakira pat her head over there. Just, uh, you had this. Get like, get like crazy. My weave. Yeah, I'm be filling up these locks, but like, why did I come back? But I wouldn't have this opportunity without them. So I want to continue telling you guys thank you. And it's crazy to even think about this. Pretty much been my year anniversary, even though ours is the 26th. You mentioned. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. everybody that has gotten us to this point, I mean, we won an award and let in a year we've built a fan base and we've had an impact on this newsroom and i will continue to hope that we have had that impact we have people like demonte who's in here in the office Hi, he's DeMonte. the new students affairs reporter Yay! shout out to him incredible job by the way like soon as he got here he had a positive impact that i'm very impressed by so but we go have hopefully we go have him on soon very talented individual but we're here for and this episode will be a little late thank you michigan weather but <laughs> Again, as Shakira scratching that hair again. I'm about to take this wig off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll be telling you, go ahead and take it off, bro. But um, we're here for MLK Day. And obviously, thanks to the weather, you know, this episode is a bit later than we would have published or wanted to be published. It's going to be published like a week after we planned it to. But, I mean, what can we really say? Like, obviously, we got this episode. We go talk. But uh, Professor Broman, and shout out him, great guy, by the way, uh, Jada, he had an extra credit assignment that he gave. And I'm like, you know what? Let me check this extra credit. Let me see if I'm going to do it. I'm probably not going to do it for real. And it was, I ended up doing it because it was like, describe pretty much what MLK Day means to you. I'm like, hmm, okay, not bad. And I started off by saying like, what all can we say? Like, we could talk about a lot. I can give you guys the floor to kind of start off because we were talking about Selma, a movie that I unfortunately did not see. But <laughs> we go we go get to it or I'm going to get to it. Right, right. Wait. That would have been crazy if we actually had don't start. <laughs> Please don't start, bro. Oh my god. Shout out SpongeBob, bro. But yeah, I'll let them start off about uh Salman. They were playing the uh, John Legend song that hopefully don't get us copyrighted if they do One actually day. play it. But matter of fact, they actually go sing. Hold on, when the take. Okay. It will be ours. It, it will be ours. Sing it with us, Devontae. Oh, one day. That's enough. That's enough. It's the church. <laughs> but yeah, enough. guess I can start off by asking, what does MLK Day mean to you guys? Reverend King Jr. Okay, preach, pastor. Amen. Reverend. He done a immaculate job for the black community. Immaculate. You know. Okay. Don't get cute, but seriously, what Dr. Uh, Martin Luther King Day mean to me? I mean, he just got us to a point where we are today. Without him, we wouldn't be here, you know? No, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like MLK Day is definitely a day of like remembrance, and I feel like that's what a lot of people are trying to make it now, which is a good thing. Because I feel like MLK Day was kind of the day everybody's like, oh, we don't got to go to class, or we don't got to go to work. But it means, like, if you know your history and, like, you, like, pay attention and you do the bigger research, it means so much more. So to me now, especially with all, like, the protests that go on during the day, the marches, the remembering part, like, do not, don't forget, that's kind of what it means to me. It's just a day to remember and, like, embark on the chapter of where we were at then and where we're at now. Cause he said this in his dream now, y'all. We live in his dream. Right. He did say this. It might not be spot perfect, but he did say this in his dream. Mm-hmm. And we here. So what's the next dream? 
Type stuff, type, type stuff. stuff. <laughs> Good, thank you for saying mm-hmm. stuff. Help my editing. <laughs> I would have just kept it in, but you know. Um, yeah. yeah, like I said in that extra credit assignment I re- uh, referred to, quite literally, we wouldn't be here without him. And I was telling him in that paper, like, I, you probably wouldn't be getting this paper from me because think about it. We go to, or I go to a predominantly white institution. So if you don't have the steps MLK took to give us a voice, I wouldn't be in this position to be at this institution. You wouldn't get this paper, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, right. he possibly may not even be teaching at a school like this. Because to think about the fact that we have a black professor or black students at a predominantly white institution, MLK would be proud, really. He would probably be disappointed in the fact that we still have a long ways to go. But as it always gets mentioned, the journey doesn't stop. And we always go keep, <clears throat> keep moving forward. Can I add on? I'm just glad that he was... Um, one of the many, many people during the civil rights movement to like actually step up and do the work as mm-hmm. we just talked about, you know, you have to talk about the issue and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm so grateful for, for, um, you know, Rev. Dr. King and things like that. So yeah, it's just that we are the new generation now and we got to continue to, you know, put in the work and efforts, you know, basically keep leaving his dream, you know, keep making it better and things like that. So yeah, and what's impactful is that, like you said, like we're the new generation, and we have the opportunity to take those things that he started and set that foundation and still keep pushing for, mm-hmm. our, for ourselves and our rights and for our voice. And even though, like I mentioned, Selma is not a movie that I um, unfortunately haven't watched yet, my friend Martin, that was that was yeah. one that we all saw. <laughs> that was one that they made sure they played every single minute. year. Oh my gosh! And I bring it up to ask, how did it feel learning about MLK Day in school, especially as the older you got? Mm. Learning about it in school, like when I was younger, of course, you know you can't really give like a youngin all the details. Yeah. So my school kind of did this thing where like every Black History Month we had to pick like a different person and, like, be them in, like, a show, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. But it was, a like, an interactive way to get us to learn and, like, want to learn. So we had to do all this research, we had to write a script, and then we had to be that person. Is this high school or middle school? Middle school. Okay. Yeah. If I remember, well, I'm old. Yeah, middle school. <laughs> middle school, yeah, to get us more involved. And it would be, like, a big show, like, in the cafeteria that everybody would watch, and everybody would just be a different character. So that was cool. High school, I probably would have been more interested I feel like high school taught us a little bit more, but they still tried to shun away from a lot of the details. Mm -hmm. More specifically, details about, like, just how really hard it was to stand up for what he believed in Mm -hmm. and how back then the physical backlash he got. Because, of course, we would watch videos, we watch documentaries, but I feel like someone would ask the question, like, okay, what did they exactly do to him? And then they'd be like, well, you know, he went through a lot of abuse, but people be like, well, what was the abuse? Like, we want to get to the specifics. So I feel like if we would have went more in depth like that, instead of staying on more of a surface level, it kind of could have made MLK more, like, human earlier for me. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, now with me being older and being in college, they go into it now because they claim we're old enough. Mm -hmm. And now I can do my own research. But I feel like if kids, or if it was put back then, especially for black kids, it kind of could have it could have gave more impact to them. And I'm sure it would have made a lot of more black kids care just hearing, like, someone who persevered through the impossible, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Because to me, he went through the impossible and still came out standing ten tones down, like, yeah, my people going to be free, whether you like it or not. And being in jail, abused in the street, police brutality, some stuff that we even still see to this day. I just wonder why we couldn't talk about it then. And it was even still a thing then, 
Because if we saw it out in the open, why couldn't we talk about MLK going through it? Mm-hmm. Or at least in history, because it's still history, you know. Yeah. I feel like if they just did that part, it could have made it more, not inclusive, but just more real. Yeah. Like, made him a person. Because one of the unfortunate parts about really learning black history is they only go surface level. Yeah. And you even get nowadays where there are some states or some places that want to remove that, like, teaching or try and tell about, like, how, for example, slavery benefited both sides, quote-unquote. And when it gets so muddied or um, things thrown on it, you kind of lose sight at the main objective or the main goal Mm -hmm. when talking about this. Mm -hmm. And crazy enough, literally and metaphorically, it's black and white. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very simple what certain things happen and how certain things took place. As Chris shows our food in the back. Thank you so much, Chris. Um... Oh, them blue lemonades, bro. Shout, first of all, shout out DWC. We about to go way off topic because oh, we just did that. Shout out Wing Company. Yeah, shout out Chris. Shout out Detroit Wing um, Company and them blue drinks. Have y'all had that that blue drink? Yeah, no, I haven't. You, bad, you went yeah. for a treat. I might take yours. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's great. But, but can I add on? This is why it's so important for us to fight to keep our you know DEI you know. Um, programs and schools because as you know they trying to take away our history you know by banning books and stuff like that mm, and it's like you hit one of the things on my notes oh yeah um and it's like it's it's bad enough that the younger generation under us don't really you know read and it's just like we need we need to keep educating them and mm-hmm. give them the whole story not some yes you know fairy tales mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and um I had a question about just uh, losing my train of thought, but could you expound more upon... Um, oh, that's my question, my what? bad. Uh, DEI, for our audience who may not uh, understand what that means, or me, because I am what you're talking about. Um, it's diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm, is that like a club here or something? Well, no. It's, um, basically, it's like a program. You, mm-hmm. It's okay, it's okay. But it's basically like a program for, you know, where us to be safe in like workspace school you know that sorts and things like that oh wow yeah basically that's very dope um do you think you could expound upon more about the banned books thing that like books I said, yeah that was one of my notes well i haven't read so much about it like on it i just seen like you know um twitter discussions and stuff like that and a couple articles but yeah i guess it's a bill correct me if i'm wrong I see Demonte, you know, look at it. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's a bill that's, like, being passed in Florida right now that's trying to, like, ban history books and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. mind you, this been a thing, but, like, they trying to, like, be more, you know. Oh, does that directly correlate to what I said about them trying not to, like, teach slavery? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. That's why yeah. I brought it up, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, this Let is... Let me double check, we don't, gotta get, we don't gotta get political, but, again, yeah, I said to my dad, because it was, um... They were talking about it when I was at home one time, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's give y'all that. Let's give us the benefits that we have from slavery. Mm-hmm. It's the ratio of benefits and hardship is not going away the same. So let's talk about all the benefits and say, hey, some black oh, people. Oh, was I correct? Or? Uh, so Demonte just handed me his computer. If I could turn to Shakira. Um, shout out Demonte, man. I love this dude, man. Yep, yeah, critical race theory. That's what it yep. is. Mm. Hey, do y'all know what critical race theory is? It's supposed to be something taught like, in school. I, I never exactly. I, See, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what critical race theory yeah, is. Yeah, so it's just a big mess, but I, that's why I said us, the new generation, we got to keep striving to teach our youngins and, you know, people who's not aware. Dang, young, we got youngins, bro. Yes. Dang, that's Listen, old, my bro. youngest sibling was born in literally like in 2019. 
so youngins. I was watching an NBA video and it was a guy, shout out Dom2K, he's a uh, NBA YouTuber. He was reacting to an older video of his that was made in 2018. And I started counting, I'm like, dang, 2018, three, that was six years ago. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just crazy to think about like where we were and where we are now. And that perfectly segues to one of the other things I had in my notes. Just even if we joke about it uh, or even we mention it, like Martin Luther King, his dream was this, was his vision Mm -hmm. and us being in this position at a predominantly white newsroom, predominantly white institution to have a podcast like All Shades of Chocolate. So I want to ask you guys, whether it was uh, while you were younger or currently going to a PWI, what were y'all dreams? Or the things y'all wanted for yourselves going into y'all life at each stage or whatever stage to you think To be financially of. free. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, but no, seriously, like, my dream was to have a, you know, an upstanding career, you know, the whole American dream, I guess. Mm-hmm. And just be a better person for myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just do the things that my grandparents, great-grandparents didn't get to do, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. Dr. Bass. Yeah, definitely financial. Woo-wee. Financial freedom. Financial stability. Mm-hmm. Man, especially at my ripe age of 20, about to be 21, financial stability. These bills. Ain't no joke. Free. And it's not going to be I no joke be... when we graduate. <laughs> Listen, you think it's no joke now. Nah. To our actual youngins, like, stay young as long as you can. High That's school the old... students. Yeah. Please stay. I did not believe. I keep. I always tell people. I was one of those people that did not believe when they was like, oh, appreciate these years because they go by fast. I'm like, eh. It's taking so slow. Next thing you know, junior in high school, junior in college. college. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And were you done, Jada? I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, no, yeah, no. That was one. Um, and then I, my goals depend on, like, different areas of my life. They vary. So, like, right now, or when I was younger, I just had the goal to, you know, stick through with school, finish it as much as possible, get my degree, and just really, like, do stuff that I like. Like, I told myself for coming to college, don't take a class that you know you're not going to like, because now you're just mm-hmm. wasting money. So I'm very intentional when I pick my classes, especially now with my new minor, being um, a document production minor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, thank you, I got accepted. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had to apply a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just told myself, you know, stay intentional. But now my goals would be to finish school, because I'm too far to lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, start the hunt to just getting, like, all my portfolio and stuff together, get everything I've done together. And then I have little, like, they're not dumb, but I have, like, little goals. Like, I want a dog. I want my Siberian Husky. Um, oh, I want not dumb. Hey, it's not I dumb, but a it's dog like, mom too. <laughs> I don't consider them, like, as up there, like, get that degree. And it's like, get a dog. <laughs> Oreo, right? That's hey, Oreo, yeah. Oreo. <laughs> then, then, yeah, like, little stuff like that, like, get a dog. Um... House hunt early because that market is crazy. Yeah, I just can't get wait my to the credit, housing market fall. Get my credit <laughs> together. <laughs> Keep my credit together. Because that credit's important, Financial y'all. Financial freedom. Yeah. freedom. Dang, we are not that old. Keep your credit together. Yes, really? Yes, yes. That's now. great advice, but dang. You have to build it. Yes. You got to build your credit. Well, I remember being in. Give me a card now. You got to build it. Those were the only economical parts in high school they did say like or at least my parents like don't take no credit card yeah. make sure you but, but you need credit to build it. credit so that's why I said, like, my been, granddad be saying the same thing but I'm yeah. like mm, you're you gonna hold me back you won't so have I'm not nothing to, to show you. like yeah. cause you need credit for a car you need it for a house, house an apartment, apartment. <laughs> off like non-college apartment you need yeah. credit yeah. you need a specific score so it's don't overuse it but you need it to build the good credit mm-hmm. so like, I, I ain't experienced in that, so definitely what listen was your to dream? Dr. Vassar and Shakira on that. So, because <laughs> I'm like, man, credit cards. I don't even, yeah, but, I know it sounds scary, but 
You got it, bro. <laughs> yeah, but to answer your question, my dreams, I got a few of them. So I've always, or not always, for the longest time I can remember, one of my biggest dreams was to make sure to be a voice for the voiceless. If people who hear this were um, called back to the diversity rep uh, campaign that me and Jada did together, that was one of the things I said, and it's one of the things I felt for a minute is just being the voice for the voiceless, being able to be that beacon of hope and be able to just be a positive person in the world because I experienced things like bullying and went through depression at a young age and felt as though I didn't have those voices even when I was around people. So I would never want people to feel that, at least for me. If I interact with people, I'd want to at least have that impact on them in that way. And then another uh, more so personal, even more personal random dream of mine, I really, I don't know when I started feeling this way, but I really want a daughter. And I want a son to obviously just have, like, another version of me. That's going to be crazy. Just imagine another Anthony. That, <laughs> and he laughed like that. Hilarious. <laughs> but I really want a daughter to be able to keep that kind part of me. Because you hear, or I always heard, like, yeah, when men have daughters, that's when they finally get their act together and act right and <laughs> act all sweet. That's a lie. And I, you never know. But I've always, I've been told, and I would like to think that I've been someone who's been more of a kind person. So... Having a daughter, I feel, would kind of keep that in me and, like, strengthen it. And my one of my biggest dreams for a few years now is just having that idea of, like, being able to take care of my wife and daughter. And just to manifest that and create that is one of my biggest dreams in terms of just even more personal life. And academically, at the moment, it's just getting this bachelor's degree because mm. I really... Yeah, that I, and our master's. Again, like, listen, oh. they, they <laughs> got... And my PhD in communication. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Sort of, yes. She got it, bro. Listen, oh. She wanted a few people out or a couple people I called doctor because she go be that one day. Shakira go get her master's. I don't know, Demonte, if you're going for any higher education after that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm done. I wish Brad was here to show how close I'm getting to the camera. I do not like school, bro. Like, I... And it's so crazy. I don't like school either. I don't like it either. But, but I want that doctor. I just want some more degrees because why not? It's just like, why not? I don't like it either, but you will he call me doctor. He fought for this. He fought like, for this. So why not take he, advantage of okay, it? Okay, he fought for us to <laughs> be right here. That's one thing my granddad always told me too. Like, my people, my family, they are very big on education. Like, they used to be so strict on me. Oh my gosh, I just told them that my GPA went down last semester. They wasn't mad, but they was like, you, you can better. do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he used to tell me, like, listen. Back then, they didn't have all of this. You do. Take mm-hmm. advantage of it, you know? You, uh-huh. And, like, that's phenomenal advice. And it could be bachelor's degree, bachelor's degree, 80 degree. Like, it could be whatever type of degree. I ain't I, it, I always say, I joke, even though I'm completely serious. I say that in a joking way, but I felt the only, or one of the only ways I'd go for, like, higher education after a bachelor's degree is if there would be, like, a significant increase in, like, my income. Yeah. Because even though I'm not a money person, if I were to go from, like, 80K to 200K, I can do two more years of school. <laughs> I, it ain't that right. big. It ain't that deep. Yeah. Now. But, like you mentioned, people before us didn't have these opportunities. So, mm-hmm. even at, at least, even if I don't take that opportunity, we have the choice to go for a master's, PhD, in multiple things, especially journalism is a very broad field. So, just to have the opportunity to be great, why not be great? Right. Shout out Dr. Myers. Right. Go be great. Okay. <laughs> And another one of the things I had in my notes, and it's a very interesting topic. And shout out Kim, she had an idea. She has an idea for a future podcast episode that we hopefully be able to pull off. But my, uh, I was about to say Michael Jackson. Wow, shout out, shout out to King of Pop. <laughs> Martin Luther King was he took the route of peaceful protest. He didn't choose the route of more violent uh, 
things and he had like his speeches like and stuff. Mr. Shabazz. Mm-hmm. But wait, no, no, he's he's a great, you know, um, influential person in the black community too. So unfortunately, I have no idea who you're talking about. Malcolm X. Oh right, okay. Well, that perfectly <laughs> oh, segue. You, oh lord. So nothing. Okay. So See, that's just, that's just goes to show that yeah. they yeah, don't they didn't, educate. Right. I mean, I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it a bean for the longest time. I barely knew stuff about Martin Luther King. They just said That's like he fair. had a dream. Yeah. He spoke up about us, and he got, and he, got he got shot, quote unquote, <laughs> right. and died. So, and oh, Martin gosh. Luther, I mean Martin Luther, Malcolm X. They didn't really, at least I didn't really learn about Malcolm X. And yeah. what I was building to the point though is, which method do you think is more effective in terms of creating change? Because I do understand. I am more. Of, if I were to give my answer to. Uh, give a spoiler my answer I do I'm more side towards like the peaceful, peaceful. protesting type thing but I do I understand know. the alternative so because well due to unseen circumstances um Jada had made a good point like in previous conversations you know where she was like you have to be harsh in order to get heard mm-hmm. and you know me I can be a little rebellious, but for the good reasons, though. Mm. For the greater good. For the greater good. So, I mean, the good. yes, you can be peaceful about it, but at the same time, you really gotta, and it's like, that's the thing about us black folks, like, we already have to show up with that bang in, like, in these spaces, because they not, they not, they don't see us, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just my take on it, you know? Yeah, I think... I think it depends. Like, I do think some instances, peace is the way to go, especially if you get in a situation where they're just not understanding. Mm-hmm. Then that could lead to, okay, we're going to talk about it. But if you come in bucking at me, I'm a bucket at you yeah. back. Yeah. So buck it if you buck. Okay, it, it, it ain't no talk. Listen, we, ain't, we ain't no do all that talking. Ain't no need to all that talking. I don't know how old is, like, y'all grandparents is, but... Well, mine was kind of born during the civil rights movement. Well, I but... say my grandma was born in 1960. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, our great-great-grandparents or other grandparents, mm. they had that rebellious, you yeah. know, bone in their body. Mm-hmm. They was doing it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then especially with the way, like, protests and being heard is going now, you kind of don't have a choice but to be violent. Like, peace can get you some way, mm-hmm. but at some point you're going to see yourself repeating the same things. But I do see the title Action, People could, well, I mean, you kind of take action the wrong way anyway, but people could take it the wrong way as you're just seeking violence. Yeah. When it's like, no. you're not doing it to seek violence, you're doing it we're to seek change. To be, yeah. But we've seen that change, right, change doesn't come when you're just sitting down waiting. You have to make the change. Ooh, that's a Michael Jackson song. Make that change. Right. So, you know, <laughs> that's what he was talking about. No, for song. real, right. You know. But yeah, I feel, like it, I feel like it depends on, like, what your battle is. But I do kind of more so, especially getting older, side more with the, okay, we just got to go. Like, we just got to get it done. Because mm-hmm. it's either us or it's just not going to happen. And I feel like that was kind of the headspace. Low-key for MLK, but he just still decided to do it with the respectful way yeah. until they really started to disrespect him. Mm-hmm. And then especially with ML, like MLK, Malcolm X, where he was just like, okay, I got to go in it hot or you just not going to give me the time of day. Because right. even with both of them, they did it two separate ways, but it still led to the same result. They still uh, assassinated or they still, you know what I'm saying, got those severe consequences when they didn't deserve it. 
but they still chose two separate methods. So is it really about your method or is it really about like the consequences that you're going to get afterwards? Mm-hmm. So if it's the same, no matter what I do, really, I could walk up to you. Like, you yeah, I mean, is, right. it, is it about, is it about our actions or what we stand it for? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yup, yup, yup. Write that down. Yeah, like yeah. the past, what was it? 2020 um, protests. Oh yeah. yeah. Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. Yeah. That junk got deadly real fast. It did. protest? BLM, that's a whole nother combo. Yeah, did you guys protest, like, in downtown during yeah. that time? I didn't. Yeah, my school, it was well, kind of funny. My yeah. high school held one, and really? we walked downtown. Oh, yeah. wow. Nice. Yeah. Shout out them. Right, shout out ECE. I remember going with a few of my classmates, and I was like, look at that. We made signs and everything. It was pretty nice. cool. Nice. Yeah. And even though I would side more to, like, the peaceful uh, perspective, at the end of the day, people get tired. And, like, black people get tired of going through the same stuff over and over and over again. So it really gets to a point where we like, okay, you know what? Let's talk about it for real. Let's really get to a point where let's say what we go say. Let's say it unapologetically and let's talk about it. With that being said, another um, crazy thing. Speaking of let's talk about it. So hold on, hold on. So, and I didn't, and this is another thing mentioned about um, MLK. A lot of things I learned about MLK wasn't in school. And one of the things that's been talked about is if he was a cheater. Did he mm. cheat on Coretta? Did he <sighs> cheat on Coretta with a white woman? So at first I found that outside I found that out outside of school. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? I mean, he did, so what can I say? <laughs> but I mean, that's crazy. If he, he did it. I yeah, mean, I'm about to say know. that's crazy if he did cheat on her. Next thing I know, this is recently, I saw it, it was either TikTok or Twitter, one of the T apps, you were no X, but one of those apps, <laughs> and they were talking about how they, they're like, there's this conspiracy theory that the FBI, like, made that up to kind of, like, throw dirt on MLK's name, and Demonte shaking his head, I thought, I'm like, wait, whoa, this is a whole nother thing. Are you thing. serious? And it's not, yeah. and it even goes as far it's as. It's such a loophole, it's such a rabbit hole, this oh is, my gosh. This is fact, like, I fact checked this one, Coretta feels he never cheated. Like, Coretta to this day, or I don't know if she's still alive, but there's an article. No, she's, no, wrote, she's no longer yeah, with us. All right, R.I.P. Coretta. But she said that she didn't feel um, Martin cheated on her. And mm. if she's standing 10 toes, I mean, she'll be the one to know it the most. So, um, that's it's just a crazy, like Shakira said, a rabbit hole to go down as far as, like, what his legacy really was and what people want it to be. Mm-hmm. Because, again, with the whole, like, why well, yeah, like, quotation marks, y'all can't see him, but, like, him getting shot... Apparently, I don't know if this like a fact, but didn't he get? I heard he got killed in the hospital, or he died in the That's hospital. That's what I heard. Yeah, it was. But yeah, like my friend Martin, for example, you would think he died from the shot because that's how. Yeah. Which, by the way, look crazy scene to put in the kids' movie. Like okay. I get, it, I get it, but like, but wow. Do you think it's? I feel like it's needed though. But it's I, mean, like, I, I just remember watching it like, golly, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Six to seven year olds, like I don't Ooh, know, with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I remember yeah. watching it when I was young. Yeah, I remember in elementary school, so it's just that's yeah. a bit early. But at the same time, me, hey, yeah, it happened. Boom. Yeah, that's true. So, and I bring up Coretta to go into a more funny uh, perspective of it. So, Mr. Jonathan Majors, let's, is let's, it really funny? Let's talk about it. It depends <laughs> on how you look at it. it actually, could be down like Coretta. Like Coretta. Yes. I'm gonna need Coretta Scott if I'm gonna be king. Shout out to Fabulous. <laughs> if you know, you just know. <laughs> Again, I'm not hip, unfortunately. I'm oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, this conversation about MLK, he had an impact. Even yeah. if we jokingly mention Jonathan Majors, or even again, like you asked, it depends on how we look at it. That situation is actually very serious and not funny. But the more funny aspect of him being, I, w- I wouldn't say obsessed, just so passionate about who Coretta was and how she held down Martin. Again, like I just mentioned earlier, she don't feel he cheated no matter mm-hmm. what people say. So, 
just having that compassion for a partner and then for Martin to have it for like the world. And I feel like it went as far as I feel like Martin Luther King knew he'd probably be assassinated or, or at least hurt in some way. Mm-hmm. So to have that in the back of your mind and still stand up for what you believe in, I mean, that's I just respectable. think it's so crazy. Like in the history books, they purposely like make the you know the pictures black and white was, and like Ruby mm. Bridges you know that is like the most fascinating story Ruby Bridges I don't know why I just really love her story so much and Who she's a lot. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry Ruby Bridges I, who is I don't know who that is <gasps> shit I mean shoot <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm so sorry keep that in there too we got to wait no, till the end no. to get that. <laughs> But no, Ruby Bridges, she was a little girl who went to, like, a white school back, you know, way back then. Oh, wait, wait, wait. All right, keep talking. I think yeah. I, okay. And, you know, the people, white people, they was, like, really upset. Oh, yeah, 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 my bad. And they wanted her kicked out the school. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You never seen the stuff. Disney movie? Which one? It's a Because di- it's so, when I be like, oh, I don't know what y'all talking about. It be like, oh, it's so much of this that happens. It's like, yeah. it's so hard to remember each one, especially you, the, like. You know, like, the event just not, like, by name. Yeah. Oh, okay. As soon as you say a black sense. girl that went to the white school, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember learning about that. Oh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Again, can't edit that out either. You just go leave that in. Ruby Bridges. This movie? Nope. I don't remember. I don't even recognize, I don't recognize the, uh. Whatever that is, the picture. Um, I remember seeing it. But my point was, it was so, it's just crazy how they make it seem like it was so long ago. And it's just like, no, that's, That's that wasn't long ago. (laughs) And then, too, like I saw. Ruby Bridges, she's still alive Mm -hmm. today. And she's my, wait, is she my grandma? This about to be so random. Did y'all know, uh, uh, wow, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. The wonderful lady who would not get up on the bus to Rosa Parks? Rosa (laughs) Parks. It's been a long day. Trust she's me, not, y'all. It's been a part, very long day. Did you know day. she lived in Detroit? She's no. in Detroit. Yeah, she's wow. in Detroit. She passed away like back in 2005, actually. So did y'all know that she was allowed to see Shrek? Theoretically, yes. So that that what did that guy do with anything? It was, I said it was a random fact. <laughs> and, and she lived in Detroit. Yeah, she lived on the east side. But east side, better side. We were, thank you. The fact that we were technically alive with Rosa Parks is so crazy. crazy. Not even technically, we was like we was, like, we, we, was alive. we was here walking her. Yeah. So was she. Yeah, Ruby Bridges is my grandma's age, by the way. She, but. And that's also a thing, how, like, even with it being taught, I just feel like the curriculum needs to change because it teaches it, like it, like you said, it's, it's so way in the past. Now we getting, hey, talk about it. Let's talk, talk about, about it, though, to talk about it's it, like, though. it's making it seem like this stuff happened eons ago. When you look up the times and you do the math, it's like, well, Only seven how are years? we just now <laughs> fighting those battles it's and like, we're seeing this result? You know what I'm saying? I got a question for y'all to prove y'all point. Or to prove this point, do y'all have somebody or at least know somebody in y'all family who, like, was in slavery? Mm, I don't think so. Not no more. They recently passed away. Like, well, they were somebody in your family, right? Yes. And, like, I had a great-grandma and low-key, maybe even one of my grandmas who are still alive, they said, like, they picked cotton. And I like, mm, when they told me yeah. that, I'm like... First yeah, of all, y'all had old. I, one like, of my great great grandmas was still alive. She lived to see. There you go. First of all, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, my great great grandma was alive. She lived to see 104. Ooh, so I hope wow. I have those That's genes. Amazing. Yeah, and I remember like when like my some of my family members were younger. They said they would ask her questions all the time. And my mom even showed me like some old pictures mm. that she kept and had. 
So yeah, I ha- I had her who was alive, and then like I said, my grandma was born in the '60s. So I feel like I have people in my family from all eras. Mm-hmm. Who my grandma said she grew up like Black Panthers protesting as yeah. a child with her mama in the streets, the Detroit riots. Like I have people who are alive Ooh, to see those things. So I asked the question, and she like, "Girl, that was an everyday occurrence." I'm like, "Every day." Yeah. You like, out there specifically? Like like Black Panther like riding protesting. outside her house yeah. protesting. Like she would wake up, school would be canceled, and they'd be out fighting like for mm-hmm. the for their rights. And I'm like, you did that every day? She's like, yeah, that was the thing. You just did it. You didn't think about it. You and just knew this thing. had to happen. Well, that would be in a discussion in the next episode, the, you know, old school versus new school activists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll just say that for later, Dan, so never mind. But, yeah, but yeah, so. I feel like they just need to change the way it's taught in general. Not even to make it more present, because obviously it's 2024, but just it'll make it more real. Because even when you teach something no so far in the past, it sounds like a fairy tale. Or it See? sounds like something that could never happen. Right. But then you think about it and you're like, okay, wait, Rosa Parks died in 05. We born in 03. She was fighting, okay, 60s, 50s. But then, like I said, you do that math, the, the time jump from those years aren't that big. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, if you put the civil rights movement in the now, we could be the youngest doing that stuff. It could have been us making that fight. The time didn't matter. It's just the way they're teaching it. And then there with the book ban, it's almost like they're teaching it to be that fairy tale, like it's not important no more. Yeah. Like, oh, it's been 20 years. What are we talking about? It's still going on just in a different way. Exactly. We're still fighting. We're just not out there on the streets as much as they used to. That's all they had. We have social media. We can fight through text. We can call people. Mm. Like, really, podcast. Re- podcasts. Right. Really, really reach people. So we're doing it the same same way just in let's mm-hmm. advance with technology mm-hmm. stuff that they didn't have probably if they did have it, it was worth oh, them back then right churches, churches. that's another thing yeah. too yeah yeah so imagine if they had this stuff oh we they'd be a force to be reckoned with okay if Martin Luther King or Malcolm X had Instagram or Twitter oh. or they on a podcast together Woo. just talking yeah oh, the stuff that. they say content the stuff they say and it's crazy just the unfortunate part about these conversations is you say like these like the curriculum needs to change and there will be people who agree but in a different way they mm. say we don't, we don't need to talk about those things and like you said just to have that fairy tale image and it gets to a point where now like Shakira mentioned of the new generation it's up to us mm-hmm. and whether we like it or not we'll always be in positions to have to talk about these certain situations as um Demonte gives another source man shout out Demonte again says uh, new Florida standards teach students that some black people benefit from slavery. Yeah, but see, that's yeah, because it taught useful mm-hmm. skills. Matter of fact, let's give him that. You want to know the useful skill taught us survival? <laughs> you is he not fight for so again, life? They right. not joking. I mean, he's for real. Like, like the things that you see our, our grandparents do, that's from it's from slavery. They didn't have no generational choice. trauma. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, and like you get them jokes, grandparents be like, "This weather, and I jumped to school in this weather, went to all that." Because they had they had no choice. <laughs> they don't be trolling. Sometimes I think they be out there a little bit. Let's let's not give them too much. <laughs> yeah, they be like, they gotta make you feel bad. You know, what I'm oh, they still true. a parent, but a lot of it oh, roots gosh. from. Yeah, during the, okay, say useful tips. So what, staying out in the blazing sun is useful so we can stay outside longer? Mm -hmm. Staying in the blizzarding cold is useful so we don't get cold as easily? Mm -hmm. Making food out of scraps so we know to be useful with anything we got? Mm -hmm. What? Ugh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's like, again, we could talk about these useful benefits, but we can be here all day if we want to really have a conversation about that. Exactly. It's like, at the end of the day, and even then, 
at least in my opinion, not to get too political, they don't really, I don't feel they necessarily care about how it benefited us. They just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Oh, they don't sure. want to take accountability. For which, sure. I'm going to just say it. Which if I treated a <laughs> race of humans like they weren't human for a decade or years on, I wouldn't want to talk about it either. But unfortunately, right. I'm black. Our lives have not changed as far as the impact that racism can have on the black community. And one of the most unfortunate, truthful statements my dad said, he said, like, son, racism is never going to go nowhere. It's not. And it's like, to think about it, in 2024, it's like, wow, racism will never go anywhere. One of our first episodes was about uh, Tyree Nichols was his name, yeah, right? Yeah, Tyree Nichols. His death. Yeah. About yeah. his death. And it's like, that was Check it out if y'all haven't heard that. Please. Shout out that. And it's like, what, that was a year, a little bit a year ago? Yeah. And it's just like, even though we've came a long way, there's still a long ways to go. Mm-hmm. Which, if it wasn't, I mean, what makes the journey fun? I mm-hmm. mean, there was this comedian mm-hmm. who made a joke. He was um, asking God, like, God, slavery, bro. What and, comedian? And God, shout out, uh, Long Beach Griffey. Oh, never heard of <laughs> He was playing as God, and he was saying, like, well, I mean, without slavery, what do black people got to fight for? And he was like, had me sitting there thinking, like, hmm, wait a minute, you... God, you may be, you may not be cooking, but you may be cooking at the same time. So we didn't have to go through slavery. We could have went through something else. But again, without slavery, mm. it, the world culture is just black people. But but that's all yeah. another conversation <laughs> for a whole another day. If um, Jada or Shakira have anything to end this off with, then they definitely can. But I think there's there's not enough you could say about somebody who helped change our our lives before we was way before we was born. So all I have to say. Now we have to be the change. Mm. Don't let it die. We got to keep going, y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Shout out hey. MLK. Minister okay. Maybone. All right. <laughs> oh, my fault. Shout out Dr. MLK. Mm. Exactly. Reverend. Reverend Dr. <laughs> MLK Jr. Guess I ended off with this. Speaking of him being a junior, I didn't know he had a son. That's still alive. Like yeah. This, yeah. His kids are still alive. His kids alive. are still alive. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on. Talk about that. Kids with an S? Yeah. yeah. Bernice. Um, and don't you have a granddaughter? I think that's Bernice. Oh, okay. I think. Because she's on Twitter these days, you know. Or no. Yeah, but he has bloodline. That's still alive. Which is crazy. Oh, no. That's his daughter. My Bernice. Apologies. Okay, yeah. That yeah. is his daughter. He got kids with an S. Crazy. Yeah. Wait, by Coretta? Yes. Yeah. They're oh, kids. kids. He have. How many kids does he have? Is he learned something new every day? <laughs> yeah, he has bloodline. So. Shout out Romero. And then, but then that's another thing that never taught. It's never Martin Luther kid. King III, Yolanda, Bernice, and Dexter King. Dexter? Yeah, Dexter. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> Not yeah, he much. has bloodline, so technically his legacy is still here. By blood, still going. It's still on this earth, too. And so his change is spiritually through blood, you know, same mm-hmm. word. Hey, MLK. R.P. the GOAT, man. R.P. the GOAT, MLK, bro. You did a lot, and like we mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we wouldn't be making this episode without people like you, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther uh, King, Malcolm X, et cetera, et cetera. Fred, been... um, what's his name? Hmm? Fred. Um... <laughs> I got a last name in mind, but I don't Fred Drick? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Fred Hampton. Yeah, that's... Oh, okay. Him. I said it wrong, too, but... Um, yeah. And then again, even people like we mentioned, Michael Jackson, the things he'll talk about his music exactly. would be things like that. I mean, Tupac Shakur. I mean, we could the list can go and on. And on. A rider, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even um like non black allies, like y'all are important as well. Yeah. And again, to and I can end it off with that, just 
it takes a village not to just raise a kid but to continue to have change yeah. and community is important Yes, and if it, it was only black people fighting for our uh, black lives, unfortunately, we wouldn't get nowhere. Mm-hmm. It takes us to accept the non-person of color that wants to learn about us, to try and get our voices out there, to create one big family and then try to keep moving forward. Because it's not going to be easy. And like my dad said, unfortunately, racism is not going to go anywhere. And unfortunately, racism is taught. So if one thing is being taught and one uh, part of hate is being spewed or talked about, you got to need a positive side. I mean... The darkness doesn't exist without the light. So, mm, amen. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah that that's, that's that's biblical nice. too. Shout out Genesis. Amen. But with that being said, very very happy to be back. It's so crazy that we almost approaching our year anniversary. Season of three, baby. Season three going on more. We gonna keep this going as long as y'all have us. And shout out Demonte again for listening in and helping us with yes, some fact checking. Hopefully, we'll have him on very soon. Mm-hmm. And. With that being said, this has been All Shades of Chocolate, where we've brought the sweetest, the hottest, black Black culture culture to MSU. MSU. And remember to stay sweet. Bye.